We're going a bit 80s-tastic, well, as always, but we seem to be doing it a lot this morning. Got the morning, Bruce. Steve Vines is in the house now. <clears throat> Steve, I want you to stop falling down the RTHK stairs. Just stop it. It's not impressive. Yes, I know. I know. There, there's um, a terrible confusion over what this video that's gone viral is about. It appears... I love this word. It appears to show... Allegedly it's alleged appears to, to show... show yeah. A protester being beaten up by policemen. Um, I don't know, wh- where's the alleged? They're putting the boot in. Well, they were doing it with very little kicks, and you can't get much welly if you d- unless you really steam in. Well, you see. well, there was there was a bit of fist and a bit of kick. Anyway, apparently, because we're all very well behaved, we say this is alleged. So, um, if you don't believe the evidence of your own eyes, for example, like the TVB management who actually had the film in their Fill hands. Fill us in on that one. Well, here's the thing, and and this, I think, gives you a microcosm of how complex Hong Kong is. We do have still a vigilant and active media, but we, on the other hand, have most media outlets owned by um, large companies with very big commercial interests and a very strong interest in in, in supporting the status quo. I don't think anybody could reasonably say that TVB, the largest terrestrial broadcaster... Stands, stands outside that description. Yet, its journalists observed this beating of a protester at Tamar. Well, some, um, let's put it this way, somebody got a spooning, didn't they? Weren't well, it? I don't think anybody is now questioning who was beaten up, just and, or, 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 or indeed who did it. I mean, yeah. the police themselves say there's seven people involved in it, so, uh, seven policemen involved in it. So they, they, they put it on air as any responsible and reasonable broadcaster, and then management go, oh, wait a minute, hang on. Hang on, that shows the police beating up a protester. Let's take it off there. And then they put it back on with a different commentary. And this sort of argy-bargy goes on. Then, and this is very interesting, the TVB journalists, I think the last count is 39 of them, including some very senior people at the station, have issued a statement saying, look, we really deplore this management interference into the international international independence of editorial at TVB. Boys, you've left that a bit late. Uh, but, um, Horse, but, gate, <laughs> open, yes, left. But this is a particularly blatant <laughs> example of it. But, you know, I mean, all credit to them. I mean, it takes bravery yeah, yeah. to sign your name. They, they've all not used some sort of weasel-like uh, um, pseudonyms. They've all signed their own names on this document. And I assume that is is a brave thing. I don't assume it. I know it's a brave thing to do because it will it will speak to their prospects of staying at the station and, and having any promotion there and they're saying look you know we know what we saw we know what the duty of a public broadcaster is it is to re- to report the news and it's not our business to decide which bits of news to withhold and which bits to broadcast yeah so as i say it, it illustrates the fact that nothing that goes on in Hong Kong is entirely straightforward. If you were across the border, none of that footage, obviously, would appear on television because state control of the media is absolute. Here, that isn't the case. But on the other hand, there are some people who like who like that um, cold wind from the north and think that we should have the same, same chill. This is your town, don't forget it. I got an email here from a bloke who, let's say, knows what he's talking about okay. in a rather senior way, actually, right. if you get my drift. On the subject of that, he says, getting videoed, not cool at all. Sorry, but they need to be hung out to dry. Defending the indefensible should be left in the hands of overpaid lawyers and journalists. Apart from us. Overpaid journalists? Yes, go on. Um, And basically he goes on to say, well, look, if it was Joe Chan, meaning anybody, he'd have been lifted already. Yeah. I mean, here we have... 
people talking about the credibility of the Hong Kong police force, which I think is high, and I think most people in Hong Kong think is high. We have very many good examples of policing in Hong Kong. And incidentally, the fact that people were so shocked by the use of tear gas and now pepper spray, which seems to be the chosen weapon um, for the police force to control the crowds, that people were so shocked about in Hong Kong reflects our expectation of the police. We don't expect the police to reflect like that, uh, to, to behave like that. And all those idiots who say, oh, well, you know, they should go to America and see what happens there. No, the point is we're comparing Hong Kong with Hong Kong, within Hong Kong terms. And in Hong Kong, most demonstrations, including these ones, have been very peaceful, yeah. and we don't expect them to be um, treated with that kind of violence. Now we have a situation where seven members of the court force have been caught on camera duffing up a protester, and people are saying, oh, we should be understanding of that. Actually, I don't think so. That's a criminal act. Why should and, we, we understand it? Yeah, yeah, what is it that we're supposed to be understanding of? One bloke's looking around quite plainly yes, to see to if anyone's sure watching. No, yes. And did you notice... And the he, he apparently was the senior officer at the, at well, the scene. Of course he was. Get the yes. lads to do it. Yes. But the thing was, did you notice in the quality of the video, that was obviously a very long shot and the person filming yes. couldn't be seen. Yes, but apparently... Um, uh, it's good enough for them to identify who was... Um, oh, yeah, but it was a long was shot, for sure. But anyway, my, my point, just to finish it, is yeah. if you want to diminish the credibility of the force, if you're bent on ensuring... If you're that, bent. That, 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 <laughs> wrong choice of words. It's probably not a right choice of words. <laughs> ..that the Hong Kong police have a bad reputation, go ahead, don't prosecute anybody, say that it's impossible to tell what goes on, whether it was one thing or another, and you will see trust in the police force in Hong Kong... I don't exaggerate here because it's very clear. It will zoom down overnight. It's already shaky as a result of this incident. But if the, there is no follow-up, and it has to be quick, I mean, if, if somebody yeah, like is arrested... Of course, nobody's been arrested. We must mention this. But if somebody is arrested um, for, for common assault, and this is common assault re resulting in bodily harm, um, they get charged pretty damn quick. Now, well, that's what this bloke said. We, yes. you know, we would. I mean, we're talking twenty-four hours of tick by. They could catch me. We're talking. We're talking a big time lag here. Yes, indeed. So to restore the credibility of the police, really cannot be delayed for much longer. Let's now, try. now, then it's up to the courts. Let me just finish that. Then it's up to the courts to determine whether these people are guilty or not. So I'm not saying that they're axiomatically guilty because they're charged, but you do have to charge them. And the people who are now coming out and saying, oh, well, you know, oh, I don't know. Boys, fine. If you want Hong Kong to have the sort of police force with the wonderful reputation that it has across the border, come on in. Way to go. Let's just throw something in here. We've, we, you know, citizen journalism has never hit such heights as it has done in Hong Kong recently. There's been a live coverage from Now TV on 331 for the whole thing. Yeah. Um, is it... Let's just try and be logical. At, at various stages, particularly in the earlier days and funnily enough over the past couple of days, is it fair to say, in your opinion, that some very senior cops, cop, whatever, very senior, uh, made some daft decisions uh, and pushed the button because they were freaking out? That, I think, is entirely possible. But I think what's more easy to explain is, you know... The police force 
isn't known as a disciplined force for no reason at all. That's exactly yeah, what Yeah, they do what is. they're told. That's what I'm getting at. Yes. Right. I'm, but but, but what, I, what I was going to go on to say was that with the current chief of police, who seems to have an atmosphere, who seems to be engendering an atmosphere of law and order means making sure the government is protected to the nth degree, it sends out a signal to the to the blokes on the street and i mean some of these people uh, um, who were involved in this incident were quite quite senior but it sends out the the general message to members of the force that the boss is now saying the gloves are off these demonstrators need to be dealt with and stuff flows from that now i'm not for one moment saying that somebody at the top of the tree ordered this demonstrator to be beaten up I don't think, uh, you know, Andy Jung even knows who, who, even though they share the same name, who Ken Jung, the guy who was beaten up, is. But the fact of the matter is that he sets the tone. And the tone that he's setting for the police in Hong Kong is very dangerous indeed. And, of course, apparently there's a secretary for security, this weaselly little fellow who, who pops up originally and goes, I'm... And I'm saying that... So, you know... Right now. Act now. Well, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that was that was a rare instance. I didn't of, mean of, kick the. Li- <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean, you know, so you've got you've got leadership here that is leading in a dangerous direction, and and I'm not inclined to blame the ground troops in general. I think these ground troops need to be dealt with. At least they need to I'm be with, charged. Yeah. But they do need to be dealt with. I don't. I mean, you know, look, I've been to these demonstrations. They've been going on for three weeks. I've been there practically every day. On the whole, now, you don't see police anywhere. They're just not visible. Last night, they were very visible outside the police headquarters. I kind of understand that. If you've got a police headquarters, you are likely to deploy um, your people outside there, particularly when they're target of protests. But my observation of the police last night was, and and the, the people you actually see on the street are relatively junior members of the force, is that they were behaving perfectly, perfectly correctly. Yeah, you know, but the thing is, when you've got somebody in the penthouse at Arsenal Street yes. who, for whatever reason, presses the gas, gas, gas yeah. button, they, they do. They, they do, they do. I mean, they, they were all, they had on their belts, they had the, the, the right, sh- uh, not the right shields, the helmets, and anyway, they, they, they carry guns and what have you, but that's, that's standard in, well, that's standard in, in Hong Kong, I'm not trying to uh, suggest something something new is going on here. But, you know, they they, they are armed and they have the means of self-defence. But, you know, in a good police force, the the operative word is self-defence. I want to just... Something puzzles me. Mm. I'm I'm just flicking through our news from yesterday here. Mm. Uh, It says... The chief executive said he will postpone Thursday's question and answer session in the Legislative Council due to security risks. Now, see... You're going to laugh at me now, but in, don't they put important people in helicopters and just drop them into things like, or, you know, land oh, on the lawn out the front what, what or something? What is this telling but us? But what's the security risk what, here? I, I'm, I'm uh, as um, interested to know that as you. I mean, it's quite interesting that there wasn't a security risk for him to attend a flag-raising ceremony. Oh, where was it? Or go oh, to Guangzhou. Ne- next door to where Legco is. He apparently could do that. I'm just curious what it means. Well, it means nothing. It's a weasel-like excuse. And, I mean, here we come back yet again to the question of leadership. I, I've been reading all these bleating little articles in various newspapers saying, oh, these students, they need to, they need to display leadership. Oh, they're, they're, they're not leading. Um, 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 they're divided. Um, excuse me, what's happening to the Hong Kong government? 
CY Learn was supposed to, and you're talking about yesterday's news, so they're talking about tomorrow, was supposed to be appearing in LegCo today. That's right. To answer questions. Fairly reasonable. And he's saying, oh, well, it's a security risk for me to come out of my house. I mean, this in itself is an extraordinarily unconsciously telling admission over how little con- um, confidence he has in his ability to do anything in Hong Kong if he can't even go outside his front door. Boy, <laughs> unconsciously, this is about as damning as it gets. But he's, he's also saying, I value the, the legislature very highly and uh, I'm not going to speak to them. I just, um, I just... Yes, I think that follows entirely logically, Mr Leung. Um, well done. Um, you, you know, people will rightly conclude that the Hong Kong government is not in control. It can't even state its and position. And doesn't give a... F- <laughs> <You> <laughs> well, I think it gives um, the, the word you're groping for. But, but um, the fact of the matter is that it certainly doesn't manifest it. Yeah, no, I mean, I if the person in charge of government will not speak to the legislatures. I mean, it, it, he's was not being a, asked... Let, let them eat cake. Was that said at any stage? <laughs> um, no, they said let them eat dal fu, actually. Let them eat dal fu. <laughs> uh, to, to give a direct quote. Yeah. Uh, um, but the fact of the matter is that in, in any classic crisis scenario, one of the things that people always invi- advise those in charge to do is to be visible and accessible. CY Lung has decided... Um, the best way of being visible is to make late-night videos, and now there's all sorts of jokes going around about this. Um, you know, he's now governing by sitting in front of a, a hastily... He's been watching uh, the West Wing, I think. He's, he's been watching the West Wing, but taking no lessons, um, sitting in front of a video camera and saying, uh, uh, here I am, and um, um, can I say very earnestly and sincerely, shut up. And if um, you want me to say anything else, it's also shut up. I didn't put that in on purpose, but actually, weapon of choice. Just let me chuck in a Rob email here. He wrote, writes and says, uh, I've been at Moncock for several nights last week. The police are wearing holsters with no guns in them. The white shirt officers are the only ones I've seen armed, like the more senior guys. Complete coincidence, but anyway, Steve. Yeah, very interesting. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, well, I also just wanted to pick up from the news because we just heard in that bulletin, um, uh, Audrey Yu, the um, chairman of the Civic Party, asking whether the government really wants to have these talks or not. Now, there's a couple of things that are interesting about this. The government has said, oh, yes, we really want talks, and we've got a middleman working on it. But you know what? As of last night, when I checked, um, nobody from the student and protester side has been approached by any of these so-called middlemen. So I hope it isn't a case that the government is misleading the public. Middlemen. Middleman, they actually say. Um, according to the Post, there's three middlemen working on it. But normally what happens, and, and let me explain this to the government, is if you have a middleman, they actually have to talk to the other side. They don't just talk to one side of the talks and say, oh, we're preparing talks, but we're not going to talk to the people who we're going to talk to. Now, what Audrey Yu is saying, um, or she's reported as saying just now, is that it looks as though the government is going into these talks saying, well, you can talk about everything you like as long as you agree in advance that the proposals that we've put forward are <laughs> are, are, are as stated and we can't deviate from them. Yeah. That's not called a discussion. That's called a brick wall. Now, we know what happened last week Boom. was they suddenly discovered that Friday occurred on the fifth day of the week and therefore, oh, my God, it's Friday. We can't have talks on Friday. And they're... 
um, feeble excuse for it was, oh, the, 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 oh, 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 it's all very confusing and the conditions aren't right, and therefore we have to withdraw. The sun I, is not in the right. The sun is not in the right day. <laughs> um, Friday is a bad feng shui day. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm making all that stuff up. So the fact they. of the matter is, they didn't want to have any talks last week. Now they they realise that tactically their refusal, they the government's refusal to talk to the students and the other protesters is a bad idea. So they're now saying, oh, well, we're, you know, we've got a middleman and we're going to have talks. Well, as I say, uh, one has to Consultation. doubt... Consultation? Well, no, one has to doubt the, 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 the truthfulness of that because if that was true, surely the other side would have heard from the middleman by now. And then you have this... this and we saw it from poor old Raymond Tam, who, who, can I remind everybody, is the Secretary for Constitutional Affairs. But he's actually the Secretary for the Broken Tape Recorder, because he can only play one message. And they, they aired him yesterday to say, oh, well, you know, we can have any talks you want, as long as you, uh, in basic law, MPC decisions, relevant, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And obviously um, what he's saying is, you know, as, as long as you agree in advance with us, we can talk about anything you like. So... I think the prospects for these talks is a bit vague. Um, you have to compare this with the response of the so-called leaderless and disunited protesters who have all said, yeah, yeah, bring it on, we'll, we'll talk to you mm. any place, any time. I don't understand the thinking behind some of this. There's a notion usually to say, right, let's bite the bullet, do it, get it out of the way. Well, I think the problem is that the so-called leadership in Hong Kong is forever not leading, and they're forever waiting for instructions from across the border. So my assumption is those instructions haven't been issued, therefore they don't know whether to go ahead with the talks or not. Also coming across the border, and this is far, far more ominous, and, you know, we've talked about this fairly light-heartedly, but I don't think this is funny, is these editorials in official media, yeah. these unofficial statements from... Um, uh, individuals who apparently are closely connected with the leadership saying very clearly that they are not going to move one jot, one inch from the position that they already hold and starting to describe the events in Hong Kong as being one of the colour revolutions, you know, like they had in Tunisia, blah, blah, blah. Now, once you start talking about a protest movement as being a revolution, you, the logical conclusion, and I'm almost afraid to say this on radio because it sort of suggests something that none of us want to think about, is that if it's a revolution, it's civil unrest, you can put it, un you can put it down brutally. Now, they're also saying we don't want another Tiananmen in Hong Kong. Well, everybody's praying that that's the case. But between a wholesale massacre using tanks and very vigorous putting down of protests, unfortunately, there's quite a lot of space. Mm. And the fear is. And I can tell you the atmosphere at the demonstration at the moment is very, very different from, it wa from what it was, say, uh, a few days ago. The, the fear now is that something like this is in the works and they're waiting for the green button to be pressed across the border. And as I say, the leadership here seems to me to have completely relegated or, 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 or ignored their responsibilities for governing Hong Kong and basically said, we're just waiting for orders and we will execute them. Has the leadership here indelibly lost its credibility? Well, you ask yourself... If Lan Chung Ying can't go out of his front door, 
<laughs> how could he possibly be the leader of Hong Kong? I mean, just stop there. Don't don't bother. No, that's with what it. I'm asking. No, no, I'm saying, but don't bother with all the. There, there's lots of fancy things I could say. Stay at the side, but you, you just ask yourself the basic question: the person who is nominally the chief executive of Hong Kong feels it's not safe for him to go outside his front door. End of story, yeah, as stuff, far as I'm concerned. Stuff everybody else. Yeah, I well, mean, you know, it, it, I mean, the fact in, that a, he, in a school playground situation, you want to bring it right down to an yeah, empiric level. Yeah. See? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you know, there, there are. it's not as though other leaders haven't faced crises before. I mean, you look at... Um, I, I, I just... I mean, even... Let's look at an extremely extreme example to, to make the point, which is even Bashir Assad in Syria, who some people say isn't the most popular person in the world. I mean, he still comes out under heavy guard, admittedly. I'm not making a case for him. He, he does look like Herman Monster, and, he does. you know, that's, it's unfortunate, but there you go. But, you know, he doesn't just sit in the palace and issue videos uh, at 12 o'clock at night. He, he actually, part of his whole propaganda shtick is to go out and um, he speaks to the National Assembly, which, incidentally, in a marvellous... <laughs> twist of irony is, is nominated under the same system as, as is being proposed for Hong Kong. Yeah, you can't make this stuff up because it's true. It's, uh, it's, uh, um, you know, they 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 have universal suffrage in Syria, and they have a committee who decides who the candidates are. But does um, this, golly, does, that sounds like something proposed for Hong Kong. I know. Does does this actually, <coughs> on a, on a technical level, say once and for all that that job really doesn't hold much clout? Well, and we, uh, what I I'm think, saying is we've really seen it in its well, working. I mean, you know, it, it constitutionally, uh, and let's talk about the basic law, because who doesn't want to talk about the basic law? Constitutionally, it's a very important job. The problem is that the first three incumbents in that job have whittled down its importance and its, um, its integrity, I would say. I mean, you've got, you've got one under criminal investigation. You've got one who was forced to step down... Um, oh, that was right, because of ill health. And you've got a third one who says he can't leave his front door. <laughs> you know, where is, where, is, where is the job of Chief Executive of Hong Kong in people's estimation now? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you can't leave his front door, but it just the mind boggles when you think about that. I mean, I'm sure it's not quite that. It's not quite security that. security issues, you know, I wasn't kidding when I said, chop the bloke in, make him absent. No, but seriously, well, there well, are ways when, and means. When he went to the flag raising, I mean, if you want to do this sort of nonsense, he actually went by boat. <laughs> it's it's laughable. But, but you well, know, like he Chris, can go like next Chris door. Did. <laughs> well, that was when he arrived. Yes. And when he left. <laughs> and, and he left. Oh, that's right, he left. That's well, he right. went down the road on a boat and then he, got on yes, a jump he, boat, didn't he? He did actually get off the boat. That, that I think, is significant. But, I mean, you know, the fact of the matter is that if C.Y. Lung wants to get into the Legislative Council, he can do so. He obviously doesn't. He doesn't even want to go to the Legislative Council, I mean, let alone go anywhere else. It doesn't seem to mind that we, or that people kind of know this well i think i think the the, the 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 one of the main reasons he doesn't want to go to the legislative council is he hasn't got his orders and he doesn't really know what is the line he's supposed to take genuinely reckon that i think that's the main reason why he's not there today is that um he's in a holding pattern waiting for new instructions and he doesn't dare pop his head against the, uh, above the parapet until the instructions what have could been he issued. say right now i mean what you know what in theory what could he say well that would make any impact whatsoever well i think what you would need to break the impasse 
couldn't be, you know, switch on the tape recorder and say what you said last week. You would have to actually say, I tell you what, these, this kind of disruption that's going on in Hong Kong is really intolerable. Yeah. I have to make a gesture, and I want you to make a gesture. My gesture is I'm going to ask the MPC to revisit the decision that was made. Doesn't I'm going to make a supplementary report. I mean, none of this is going to happen, but I'm just sort of out there in fairyland. But every time I mean, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. There'll be many protesters who'll say that's not good enough. But if he wants to even, even begin to win back some of the ground that's been lost, and we'll call that a chasm, if he wants to fill in some of that chasm, he needs at the moment to at least acknowledge there is a problem, which he hasn't done. He just says, oh, my God, this is terrible, and people should go back back to school, back to work. Um, he should actually talk about the problem itself and say, OK, we've heard what you've said. I'm going to look again at the report that we gave you. Which, incidentally, I mean, in case anybody's forgotten, my God, aren't memories short, is supposed to be built on the basis of the consultation that was held. Mm -hmm. Now... None of that consultation resulted in the recommendation that has become the National, People Con National People's Congress Standing Committee ruling. That's their own ruling. They, they said, oh, consultation, yes, thank you. Now, let's get on with business. So, you know, they're going to hold another consultation now to, to decide which commas to move in a leftward direction and which full stops to move in a rightward direction. Well, good luck with that, and good luck with all those little weasels who are going around saying, oh, we must really focus on the second consultation. That's going to be very important. Listen, weasels, what's going on here is they've already given the answer. The second consultation will be as irrelevant as the first, so yeah. don't, don't waste your time on that. You know... Every announcement at a very high level we've had recently, and yes, they have been few and far between, always ends with a reiteration of, but it must be within the... What about if, if that was not in the speech? Well, that's not their orders. No, I know. Do you see what I'm saying? No, it's those, I, I, it's well, those well, couple of lines know, that I set mean, everybody off. Well, what about... What about... See what Leung's saying. My duty as chief executive of Hong Kong is to reflect the views and the aspirations of Hong Kong people to the central authorities in Beijing. Have you ever heard him say that? You know, what fuels these demonstrations, obviously, is... Or insensitivities. Is, well, no, no, I was going to say, it, it is, is underlies it, and, and it's very often expressed, so it doesn't just underlie it, it's actually out front. It's not so much that people are talking incessantly about democracy, but they are talking about their pride in Hong Kong and their absolute determination to preserve the uniqueness of Hong Kong's way of life. And if you've got a chief executive who you feel won't even stand up for Hong Kong's way of life, people just go, oi. Yeah, like, like look out for your yeah. family sort yeah, of look thing. look out for your family. I want to turn to an email here from Drake, and I hope I get this right, because I think... Do correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's from a Xinhua Daily editorial. He sa it says here, 1942, 2nd of February. Right 1942? No, excuse me, 1944. Oh, right. I think I've got... That's what he says here. <coughs> right to elect. It says, true universal suffrage is not limited to the, quote, universal and fair right to elect. The right to be elected should be universal and fair. Uh, if there's a restriction on the qualifications to become a candidate, or worse, certain candidates are pre-screened by the government, through the right to, though the right to elect is not restricted. Voters are merely being manipulated. Gosh. 
I know, but... How things have changed. And can we just note, if this is indeed 1944, this is five years before the establishment of the People's Republic of China. Yeah. And uh, I think views have changed in people's daily since then, I'm guessing. They do seem to have. Somebody brought up a very simple but very true point yesterday. Um, It's not always been this China. Yes, we know that. There was a different China before. Not necessarily a better one, but a yeah. different one. And there is a different China. It's a very in, different Hong Kong too. There's a different there? Hong Kong, and there's a different China in Taiwan as well. And uh, did you think Ma Ying Zhou was throwing fuel on the fire just because? That's, I, that's I what, think Ma Ying Zhou understands that people in Taiwan expect him to say this, yeah. and his popularity in Taiwan is falling. And if he remains silent on matters to do with Hong Kong, it would fall even further. Yeah. So the, 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 the thirst, the, the enthusiasm for freedom in, in Taiwan is completely undiminished and the offer that they might want to join one country, two systems, I think is somewhere on dustbin level, but probably not that high. Mm. Let's just see if we've got any other ones. Uh, um, Alan wrote in about the TVB thing. Do you mind? Yeah, let's have it, yeah. Alan says, I hardly ever watch TV news. I get most of it from the radio and internet, but I've been impressed with the coverage of the iNews digital channel. Now, this is the TVB thing, right? Right. He says, they've been running basically 24-7 coverage of the demonstrations in half the screen with the sound on NICAM while they do other news on the rest of the screen. So we see what the demonstrators are really doing and hear any speeches. I was frankly amazed, says Alan, that TVB owns this station. Management may actually regret it now, but they can't dial it back without showing their bias. Well, as I say, this is one of the great contradictions of... of, uh of Hong Kong today. I mean, the other station that's been notably uh, good at covering these protests and giving that kind of actuality that he's talking about has been Now TV, the, the news channel of Now TV, which is owned by Richard Lee. You know, I mean, not, not a paid-up member of the Democratic Party. But the fact of the matter is that people who run Now TV understand that people in Hong Kong want genuine information. That was, it was totally unedited. Yeah. I mean, you you didn't even... Well, it's a feed, as he says. It's a live feed of what goes on. You get a live feed. I mean, to be fair, you get live feeds on there of of the um, Steve Hoy, the police spokesman's press conferences. Oh, yes, let's come back to that in a second. Um, You get the live feed of of, um, the the extremely rare occasions when anybody from what used to be the Hong Kong government stands up. So, you know, I mean, people, if you want to be informed about what's going on in Hong Kong, you don't need to move out of Hong Kong. This is good. When I say unedited, it's not live vision mixed. You know, when the cameraman wants to walk off, you see the picture go all funny. Now, people before the news were saying, where's the police commissioner? Where's, as Douglas says, where's Dandy Andy? And I think, I don't know if this is on purpose but notice this fellow who looks like a top gun pilot yes and you know, that is a key i mean it's a classic good pr move to put in the kendall looking bloke yeah we're talking about steve hoy and, and can i first of all say he has an admirable first name um, but 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 it is interesting i mean that's you, what the ties do they put in the real handsome eloquent guys it, yes i mean has anybody no nobody's accused andy chung of being a handsome <laughs> eloquent eloquent guy i mean the guy with the brush over haircut is replaced by the the sleek sleekly groomed um senior police officer steve hoy who does a a a sterling job i have to say as as the spokesman for the force and uh, he does it bilingually i mean you you know you know i I mean but but, 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 you know it, it, it it's like it's like saying 
that the, the President of the United States should never appear and only his press spokesman should uh, should make all the statements about the US government. I mean, at times of crisis, you need to see the boss as well. This is so interesting. Uh, but maybe once people have seen the boss, they go, oh, um, can Bring we have Steve, Steve. <laughs> I wonder if there's a Steve fan club. But you know that old sort of psychology Moravian thing about it's not what you say, it's not the meaning of what you say, it's how you look when you're yes, saying it. Yes, well, it's, it's the same with, with any product placement, you know. Um, you know, a Mars bar is a Mars bar, but it needs a bit of fancy packaging. <laughs>